I'm Rachel Ehring from Dream Lavender Music, and you're listening to the Dynamic Piano Teaching Podcast, the show that dives into piano pedagogy without being stuffy. If you're a piano teacher who wants to go beyond the method book to create an engaging, innovative studio, you've come to the right place. So let's get started. Hello, piano teacher friends. Today on the podcast, I am going to talk about musical storybooks. One of my favorite things to do with my son is read. He's in kindergarten now, and we have been reading books together since he was a tiny baby. Now he's learning to read for himself, and it is one of the most amazing things I have ever seen. We all love books in my house, so a few years ago, I started looking for picture books related to music. I found that there are essentially three different kinds of musical storybooks. First, there are books where the story isn't really about music, but the character sings a song, or you could easily turn it into a song. An example of this that we have at my house is Pete the Cat and His Four Groovy Buttons. Pete the Cat, who I'm sure you're probably familiar with, has four buttons and he loses them one at a time. Each time he loses a button, instead of crying or throwing a fit, he sings about his groovy buttons that he has left. Now, I found out just recently that you can go on YouTube and find a song to go along with the book, but I didn't know that when my son was young, so I just made up a tune to go along with the groovy buttons song. One time, he told me that his babysitter, who was actually a really beautiful singer, had read him the book, but he told me she didn't know the song. So the first type of musical book is one that isn't about music, but you can turn it into a song. The second kind of book is a song that's been turned into a book. I have a book about the Eensy Weensy Spider that goes through about 15 verses of adventures that the spider went on, and eventually she ends up back at her water spout. It's a fun book to share with kids to expand on a song that they already know, but with some added verses and rhymes. I also have books that go with The Wheels on the Bus and The More We Get Together and a few other um, nursery rhyme type songs. These can be fun little additions to a group class or a way to get one of your youngest private students singing in a lesson. But my favorite type of musical storybook and what I'm going to spend today's episode talking about is the one that has a story and pictures that are actually about music. It might be an animal who learns to play an instrument, or there could be an orchestra, or a child who plays the piano. I love discovering these books, and so today I'm going to share with you some of my favorites that I've found. I've picked out seven that I want to tell you about, but I have to give the disclaimer that I'm still discovering new books. So if your favorite didn't make the list, it might just be that I haven't discovered it yet, and I need you to introduce it to me. The first book that I'm going to talk about actually falls into one of the categories that I mentioned earlier because it is a book based on the lyrics of a song. The book is What a Wonderful World, with the text being the lyrics made famous by Louis Armstrong. The book has really beautiful illustrations by Tom Hopgood and just a few of the lyrics from the song on each page. You could read this book as a storybook, especially to really young kids, or you could show it while listening to a recording of the song. 
The book is just as peaceful as the song itself, and it would make a beautiful gift to someone with a baby or a young child. I actually got my copy from my brother and sister-in-law as a gift when my son was a baby, and we really loved reading it together. Number two on my list is a book that I was just recently introduced to called A Concert in the Park. One of the piano teachers that I work with is from Japan and said that her mom found this book at a book fair. It's written by Japanese author Kazuaki Yamada and is a sweet story about a little boy who takes his harmonica to the park with him. He meets a rabbit playing the piano in the park and shyly asks if he can join in on his harmonica. One by one, they are joined by a number of other animals playing different instruments until they have a whole musical ensemble. It has cute illustrations, and this is a little bit hard to explain, um, but it's laid out in a unique way where the pages are different sizes, so it makes it really interesting when you're reading it. And you have to be careful not to skip a page, too. Again, this book would be perfect for younger students, probably up to about um, second or third grade, I would say. Number three is a little bit different. It's a book by Anne Hayes called Meet the Orchestra, and this is more of an educational book. It goes through each instrument in the orchestra, and it really has fun illustrations of animals playing each instrument, and the descriptions are very imaginative. For example, for the cello, it says, the cello's rich, mellow voice speaks of deep feelings like joy and sadness. It can remind you of the calm beauty of a drifting swan and of the color purple. You could read the book from start to finish, maybe if you were doing a longer class or a music camp where you had time and the students had a bit longer attention spans. But I like to read just a page or two per week to introduce students to the different instruments. I usually do either one instrument or if I have a little more time, I can do a family of instruments. Um, if you want to get creative, you could read about an instrument and then play a musical clip of the instrument. And I've even brought in real live instruments to go along with the book if I happen to have that particular instrument available to show the kids. Next on my list at number four is Family Dynamics Embrace Your Sound by Courtney Vowell Woodward. This is a newer book that was just published in 2022. And it's a cute story about a violin who gets lost in a music store and ends up meeting all of the other instruments. The instruments in this book are personified with eyes and mouths, but they're really well done drawings. And I think kids will learn about the families of instruments as violin journeys through the music store. I especially like the pages about Miss Grand Piano, who speaks with a Southern drawl. I follow the author Courtney Woodward on Instagram, and so I've seen that she's working on a book about rhythm that's supposed to be published later this year, so I'm really looking forward to getting that book to add to my library as well. Coming in at number five is one of the more fantastical books on my list. It's called Never Play Music Right Next to the Zoo by John Lithgow. It's about a little boy who goes to a summer evening concert at a band shell next to a zoo. And as the concert gets a little bit long, the boy starts to fall asleep in his chair. He then dreams about the animals from the zoo storming the stage and playing the instruments. 
This one doesn't necessarily have a whole lot of educational value as far as families of instruments and such, but it's very imaginative with creative illustrations and kids love it. I have to tell you, the kids in my classes and lessons are never quieter and more engaged than when I'm reading them a book. Even my most squirrely kids will be thoroughly engaged and quiet um, with any of these books that I'm telling you about. My next book is possibly the book that I've used the most because it can be interactive. It's called Max Found Two Sticks by Brian Pinckney, and it's about a little boy who doesn't feel like talking, so he finds two sticks and starts tapping them rhythmically. He imitates the sounds of pigeons flying past, of rain falling against the windows, of chiming church bells, and he beats on different cans and bottles that he comes across. Each rhythm is written out in words, such as tippy-tip-tat-tat. So I like to give my students rhythm sticks and have them echo the rhythm that I say. I won't give away the ending of this book, but Max ends up having a pretty good day after all and only ever says one word. I think this book could be used with any age, really. I've read it to preschoolers who like to tap the rhythms, of course, but older kids might relate to it on a different level of playing music when they're feeling down or don't feel like talking. The next book on my list of favorite things is called The First Notes, The Story of Do Re Mi, and it was written by none other than Julie Andrews and her daughter, Emma Walton Hamilton. My sister gave this book to my son for Christmas, and I wasn't sure what to expect from it, but it's actually a really interesting book. It's the story of how a monk named Guido discovered that music was made up of six sounds that repeat themselves. He wrote them down and assigned each a syllable that became solfege. Guido used his system to teach the cathedral singers new songs and eventually was summoned by the Pope to teach them how to learn new melodies. Of course, at the end, the book makes the connection between the solfege system that Guido created so long ago to the song Do Re Mi that has become so famous. I will admit that I was surprised by the depth of the history lesson in this book, and it would be a great addition to a lesson about solfege or musical notation. I would recommend this book for slightly older kids, maybe third grade and up. Although I think younger kids would enjoy the pictures and some of the story, but it uses some more advanced terminology like monasteries and um, just the whole idea of notation and solfege is a little bit advanced, I think, for most younger kids. So I just realized that I actually have eight books on my list. So uh, that was number seven, but here's your bonus book number eight. And this is um, actually one of my all-time favorite books about music, and it's called Because by Mo Willems and illustrated by Amber Wren. It's a beautiful, sweet book about a chain of events that started with a man named Ludwig, who inspired a man named Franz. Every sentence for the majority of the book begins with the word because, to take us through the story of a little girl who got to attend an orchestra concert and was changed by the music. She was inspired to learn everything she could about music, and she started to write her own music. Her musical composition eventually was performed on stage, and that night, someone else was changed. When I read this book to my piano class, I got to the end, and one of my sweet little girls said, 
you changed me. And needless to say, I was a puddle on the floor. And that's probably why it's my favorite book about music. So those are my top eight storybooks about music that I recommend you check out if you don't already have them in your library. I've put Amazon links in the show notes so you can easily find them and order the ones that stood out to you as I was going through them. I'm pretty sure there's going to be a part two to this episode at some point in the future because there's several books that I want to add to my library, but I haven't gotten them yet. I would also love to hear about your favorite musical storybooks. Send me a DM on Instagram or an email and let me know what books you have used with your students and which ones resonated with them. I hope that you got some literary inspiration today. Be sure to check out all of the links in the show notes. And if you are enjoying the podcast, it would mean the world to me if you would rate and review it. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, happy reading and teaching. thinking about automating your payments and scheduling so that you have more time to spend on the creative side of teaching? If you feel overwhelmed by the options and aren't sure where to start, check out Fonz.com. I use Fonz every day for scheduling and setting up billing. Not only does it simplify things for me and saves me a ton of time, but it makes it easy for my studio families to set up automatic payments and it sends them appointment reminders, which has cut down significantly on missed lessons. So if you are still sending out individual invoices and waiting for checks to arrive, click on the link in the show notes for Fonz to start your free trial today.